Let me do that one again. Oh, sports. <laughs> oh, no, what the I think you should Benny? keep it. I, I think you should that. keep it. I, I think we should just keep going. <laughs> Luckily, we have Benny here to break it down the action that will be Super Bowl Sunday. In fact, Benny, let's just do a thing here. Let's just rerun it back. <laughs> See what I did there? You like that? Look at you. You like that one? After that botch at the very beginning, I got to make up for it. Listen, as somebody who has uh, been told uh, on the radio that he, he sounds like Mickey Mouse on helium, I, I think you go for it. I, I think you embrace it. Uh, yeah, listen, we, we all wish at moments in our lives that, that we could be younger, right? And one of those pinnacle moments in our life was you know, picking up the phone when you're like 12, 13 years old. You go, oh, oh. And you had that happen. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, it, we're, the- our, our voices, our voices are our instruments. Think about this. Like, I, I played I played the saxophone for, for eight years of my life, right? Like, you can't just take the saxophone out of the case, put the reed on, and, and it's going to sound perfect. You got to tune that thing, right? Like, it's the same with our voice. It is an instrument. And at times... Uh, you're just not going to be completely in tune, and you got to get yourself there. You are like the Lisa Simpson of the sports world, and I say that I say that with all due respect, and also it's a compliment. The Lisa Simpson of sports. I, I got to say, like that's that is high praise. It's a lot to live up to, though. Like I, I feel like I now have to change the world in some way, shape, or form, and, and that's. I don't know if I have the power to do that. I, I like it that I can take it from sort of a different perspective. And listen, if there's any if there's any Simpsons character that I suppose you aspire to be, it's Lisa Simpson. Like, there's times where I feel like I got a little bit of, of Professor Frank in me, and that is also Ooh. another impression that I that I've you know that I've been working on for for years now. I haven't really I haven't really set that one out to the public. How much time do we have, Professor? Well, according to my calculations, the robots won't go berserk for at least 24 hours. Oh, I forgot to uh, carry the watch. If you get me going on something, if there's like some numbers that come along the way when we're breaking down the Super Bowl, uh, the Professor Frank impression might come out. But I'll, I'll, I'll roll with Lisa for now. I, I actually used to do a great March Simpson. And that was like that was one of like my good like core impressions. And now as I've gotten older, it's more Patty and Selma. It used to be a little bit more Marge Simpson, and then now it started to be more, a little bit more Patty and Selma. See that right there? That's the bonus content, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we needed right here on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, this this is the shit that's gonna go behind a paywall soon. <laughs> How do we get here? Set the stage, my friend. Well, I mean, you kind of have to go back to to last year, and the world was a very different place. You had everybody gathered all together. You were in Miami. All of a sudden, you know, a week or so later, the Super Bowl parade arrives on Kansas City, and you have hundreds of thousands of people all listening to these t- players and these coaches talk about this opportunity. You know what I mean? And to do it for this city, Kansas City, where the fans, they die hard, and all that matters is football to them. Man, it's a football city and everybody knows it. And we bring in this town a championship that they haven't seen in over 50 years. And it's just an honor, man. It's an honor to be a part of something so special. And then the the concept of wanting to run it back, it just, it, it almost feels like they were focused on, on doing more than just what you saw last year. And, and I got to tell you too, Hartzell, like I was watching NFL Network a little bit late last night. I was having trouble falling asleep. And they had last year's Super Bowl on. And you forget that, Mahomes didn't play well up until the middle of that fourth quarter when on that third and 15, he found Tyree Kill streaking down the left part of the sideline and everything changed 
instantly. Mahomes needed to release the ball. Without much of a hitch or windup, he threw the ball 57.1 yards in the air, the longest any of his completions have traveled all season, to the spot where he knew Hill would go. The offensive line gave me enough time to throw a really deep route, and I uh, just put it out there, and Tyreek made a great play. Why does everyone believe in Patrick Mahomes? Why would you not? And so now you have a situation where you brought everybody back. You actually have a legitimate run it back in a time in the NFL where you're, you're trying to figure out uh, all sorts of issues and, and COVID and what that's going to do for how teams basically assemble themselves. And if you have a lot of new pieces and moving parts, it's going to make that part of the journey very difficult. You didn't have a, an off-season workout regimen. You didn't have training camp to a certain extent. Like it, Everything changed, and you saw right from the beginning that this was a team on a mission to get back to the Super Bowl. They reeled off four straight wins, had that weird loss at home to the Raiders where they dropped 40 points, but then had a big bounce back win against the Bills, and all of a sudden continued all the way down, winning several games in, the ro in a row, but never really... Never really getting to that point, Hartzell, where they felt dominant. You just always knew they were going to win, but they didn't have a double-digit victory since week eight of the NFL season up until last week. So you went from November 1st through the end of January before you saw Kansas City have another really dominant performance. And, and they were dominant against these Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the first half. Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards uh, in the first quarter. They need help. I'm doing a center shot. They, hey, help. Okay, you on the way? Okay. Help is on the way. Over top. Help is on the way, guys. And they just kind of let him hang around and hang around and hang around some more. So what I am fascinated about is as we've watched this team, as we've watched this assembled piece run it back for another shot at a Super Bowl, is which is going to be the team that we see? Is it going to be the team that has the ability to stomp on your throat, to take a team completely out of it like they did with Buffalo in the early portion of the season? Or is it going to be the team that let Tampa Bay hang around and continue to hang around? Because the last thing you want to do, Hartzell, is let Tom Brady believe that he has a chance to win this game. Remember, there's the same team and same Tom Brady that was down 28-3 to just a handful of years ago against Atlanta in the Super Bowl, and we all know what ended up happening. So it'll be a fascinating matchup, especially knowing what the Chiefs have in store, and also knowing that they're going up against one of the quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, that knows how to win these types of games and never believes that he's out of it. For some reason, 20 years later, Tom Brady still works. How like how crazy is this? Like, can you even put into perspective what we're watching? I can't think of a better passing of the torch since I don't know, like Johnny Unitas and what Joe Namath. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I put on NFL films. My my son, who's about uh, twenty months or so, he was starting to get bored of, of watching Elmo. So it's like, all right, let's try and find something else. And I'm flipping through the channels, and and the sort of slow motion football flying through the air because he, he likes watching he likes watching football and golf. I don't know whether it's just sort of like the outdoors and the colors that sort of gets to him. Um, but the NFL films was like fascinating for him. He liked the music. He liked the slow motion football in the air. So I'm I'm all about it. I, I think that's a great way to go. If you're talking about actual sort of storylines, though, and the, the actual passing of the torch. Yeah, I, I think it's a very ideal matchup. I mean, I, I think regardless of whether it be Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, 
I think the NFL would have been more than happy with that type of matchup. I think Tampa Bay makes it a tad bit more interesting just because of the trajectory that Mahomes is on and Brady is going to be the quarterback that he ultimately ends up being compared to. You know, Rodgers, he still gets a lot of those comparisons because they've each won a Super Bowl, and I think they play in a very similar manner. And from a talent level, I, I don't know if there's an argument that you can say that those two might be the two ta- most talented quarterbacks to ever play the game. I think Brady had talent, but it, it was more about sort of that tenacity and, and ability to win. Um, but I, I think people would say that both Mahomes and Rodgers are the more talented quarterbacks. They can do more physically on the field than what Brady can. As far as trying to determine sort of in the, the realm of, of everything that it means for Tom Brady to be 43 years old in the Super Bowl, it's unheard of. Like it's at some point we've talked about how father time wins all and Brady keeps saying not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm not there yet. He talked in his media availability that he would consider playing until 45 plus. And this was, you know, from several years ago, he said he was going to play until he was 40. So you had, you know, multiple quarterbacks in the NFL at, playing at a very high level past the age of 40. And Aaron Rodgers is 37. And Ben Roethlisberger is 38, 39 years old. Like, there's a lot of guys that are just playing the position and hanging around for far longer than we could have ever anticipated just a handful of years ago. I don't know whether it's ability to protect their body even more, whether or not the rules have changed to protect the quarterback position even further, but it's still football. These guys are still taking hits, and I I just don't know at what point when things will catch up and whether sort of the technology that's been sort of emerged in our lives to be able to keep these athletes young, uh, how long it continues to last. At some point, they won't be able to play anymore hard, so I just can't tell you the answer as to when that'll be. And I hope it's no time soon. I really think this is going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time, and I think our boys are going to show out. I would understand why you would feel good. It's, it, this is a team that just doesn't lose and always consistently finds ways to win. Like That's been the Chiefs over the last couple of years. Now, they haven't done it necessarily in impressive fashion all throughout this year. And that was actually something that Mahomes addressed. He's tired of people saying like, well, they didn't, we didn't win by enough. Like that doesn't matter to him. You know, whether or not the chiefs are covering the spread, like the, the expression is, you know, good teams win, great teams cover, right? Like Mahomes couldn't care whether or not the chiefs are covering the spread for Kansas city chiefs betters. As long as they're winning the game, he's perfectly content with that. And so I, I think if you're looking at it from the perspective of do they win, are they winning the Super Bowl? Not are they covering the Super Bowl? Then that's really kind of all that matters. As far as that number is concerned, though, right now there's there's multiple books that have the Chiefs as three-point favorites. A couple still have them at, at three and a half. Um, I, I got to tell you, man, like I, I just don't see that line moving unless you know a bunch of people are putting heavy money, like very heavy money on either side that could possibly tip it. But then I think it's all going to ultimately going to go right back because that's where the value is. If, if all of a sudden one casino. Uh, or one sports book gets like a $500,000 bet on Tampa Bay at um, uh, plus, you know, three and a half. You know, that'll shift it back to three. You know, if, if the Chiefs all of a sudden get, you know, a $500,000 bet at minus three, uh, and then that line goes to, to three and a half, and someone's going to get right back on Tampa Bay. Like, this is where the line is going to be. And so I don't feel like that is necessarily going to be a lot of movement. I, I think Vegas anticipates it being a close game, and I think fans expect it to be a close game. So this is going to be a big in-play betting Super Bowl. Like, whatever team gets off to that first lead, that's when you maybe jump on the other side, try to get some value here. I get where you're coming from, that they have the ability to 
go ahead and stomp, especially because we saw that in the first half of the last time these two teams played. I have a hard time envisioning a scenario in which Tom Brady gets blown out in a Super Bowl, regardless of age. I just don't see that happening. Super Bowl Sunday, that is this Sunday. Your Kansas City Chiefs taking on them bums out of Tampa. We're going to have prop bets for you, your national anthem, your Gatorade colors, all that probably probably tomorrow, and then we'll have predictions on Friday. But first, Benny, before I let you go, traditions, superstitions. we got to dot our I's and cross our T's here, Benny. We can't be slipping. What do you got? It's been different, man. Like I, I used to, we used to go to the same Super Bowl party every year when I was living in Chicago, and we always made sure that you know, we did a little bit of a buffalo chicken dip since I became uh, an adult. Yes. Like, that's my go-to. And I, my wife and I made, like, these buffalo chicken egg rolls last year, which were absolute fire. So we'll probably do those again this year. I, I think that's sort of, like, the new appetizer that I got to put on. But that, a couple beers, and, and just silence. Like, I, I, I can't. I can't be watching the game where like just people are constantly talking. You can't hear what's going on. So like there's always going to be conversation going, but I need to make sure that I hear the game. So sound up, baby. It's less about being with everybody and more about getting into the course of the game. So that's my tradition. Sound up, baby, with Buffalo Chicken Benny. That's the Super Bowl party. Sports Illustrated's Benny Heisler. We're going to chat tomorrow, brother. Let's go. Let's run it back. Let's go. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep a trickle the ball down the field, boys. The KC Morning Show.